Welcome to the Issa Rugby Podcast, where we bring you the latest news, updates, and interviews. Get more insights from the Springboks. The Junior Box, the Blitz Box, our two national women's teams, local competitions, and more. It's a new year and an exciting season has already kicked off here in South Africa. SA Rugby recently announced the test fixtures for 2022 with Wales and New Zealand in line to visit South Africa later this year. We managed to grab a few minutes with Springbok head coach Jacques Ninover to check in on their plans for the season ahead and what supporters can expect when the first test of 2022 kicks off in Pretoria on the 2nd of July. I'm De Jong Borchard and you are listening to the SA Rugby Podcast. Jock, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, let's just start. It's early in the year. You had a big season last year. Did you at least have a little bit of a break? Yes, De Jong. No, listen, uh, I had a good break uh, over December. Obviously, um, we finished the end of year two, and then myself and Charles went on a, on a recce uh, for the World Cup. We weren't close to France, so we went uh, and did a bit of a recce for the World Cup. And then after that, yes, I had a nice, uh, nice, uh, some nice time off. Upon reflection, how do you feel about the Springboks' performances in 2021? I think, uh, if, I, if I have to be brutally honest, uh, if I have to give us a point out of 10, I will probably give us a 6. Um, and and I, if you look at the, the things uh, that, or the achievables that we probably set out before, before the year started, I think uh, British and Irish Lions was a big, uh, focus for us then rugby championship probably defending the rugby championship would have been one if not probably it was one of the the the, um, uh, the things that we set out for ourselves then uh, I don't know when last we had a, a, a an interview tour where we didn't lose a match so that was our objective and then I would say the fourth objective was to to see if we can't finish number one in the world again, you know, starting the year as number one and then finish as number one. So I think if you look at it, we probably ended up uh, half of them. We, we beat the British and Irish Lions, which was good for us. Uh, and because of the, uh, of how big it is, uh, you know, it's something that only happens once every 12 years. Uh, I thought we, we, had, we were up and down in the rugby championship and then we narrowly lost out at the end of year to her. Uh, but, but, uh, in, but, by some other way, we, we still ended number one in the world. So I think, uh, yeah, uh, honest, honestly, I would probably say between a five and a six out of ten. Um, we've just announced the test schedule for 2022. It's a tough one for three tests against Wales uh, here in South Africa and the All Blacks are coming here. Uh, you must be excited to see these guys coming to South Africa for a change. Yeah, I think I think the fans are also excited and the sponsors, you know. So we haven't had we haven't had uh, um, uh, uh, a rugby championship year since twenty nineteen. You know, it's the last time we played the All Blacks was I think if my memory serves me correct, it was against the All Blacks in Pretoria. So yes, no, yeah, it's a nice schedule. It's a tough schedule, uh, but I think uh, that's what you want. Uh, the year before World Cup, you you want to play big opponents. And I think if you look at the, the eight nations we are playing and you look at the world uh, ranking currently, 
uh, we are playing number two, three, four, and five in the world. So half of the, the nations we are playing are, are literally ranked number two, three, four, and five in the world. And then the, uh, of the other four uh, opponents that we're going to face in this year, uh, I think only one of them are outside of the, uh, the, the top ten. Yeah, I think for us in preparation for World Cup, that, that's the type of schedule you want. You want a nice tough schedule. Uh, how's the planning going for the season ahead? Uh, the planning planning is going well. Like I said, we finished the end of the last year with a quick recce of, of, of uh, possible bases uh, in France. Uh, then obviously December and January was probably set aside for review, proper review of our season, looking at all, all our performance areas. And uh, now we're in planning phase, you know, and uh, we probably start with alignment camps uh, in April. So although we're only in the second week in February, uh, you almost feel under pressure that the the week is uh, the the year is becoming too short. Um, so yeah, so uh, no, the planning is going well. Let's talk about the squad, and I know it's a, it's a some time before you announce. But uh, any players that have caught your eye in in Vodacom, URC or Kali Curry Cup, and how do you see the squad building towards the World Cup in terms of things like experience and age and that on? Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, on, on your first question, yeah, we, what we are currently doing is we 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 trying to construct a, a squad for this year. Obviously, uh, reviewing the squad we had last year and and where where is the uh, opportunity for change? Uh, looking at experience, looking at age, looking at bringing some new players in. Um, so so I think for, for a player point of view, in terms of of playing URC and Curry Cup, I mean, there's a blank canvas. Uh, for, from our perspective, we are looking for players that, that will knock the door down. Even the players currently playing in Japan and abroad and uh, our own local players in the URC, they know they have to perform well uh, to get into the squad. Um, so yeah, that, that's the firstly, this, uh, your question on, on players playing. Uh, I think it's a blank, blank canvas for every, anyone. Then in terms of our squad uh, building towards the World Cup, I think uh, if you look at our squad, a lot of uh, there's, there's age and experience. I think a lot of people maybe not a lot of people, but I think there's some people that might think if you look at our squad, uh, yes, this is an old squad, but I don't think the squad's old. If you look at age-wise, I think if you look at the current age of the squad, it, uh, it's 27, 28. Uh, and, and they will go into a World Cup with the age of 29, you know, so which is which is pretty much where previous teams that won a World Cup are between 27 and 29. That, that's, the, that's the average age of the squad. Uh, but I think where people, what people do see is a lot of experience. I think the squad we currently have has got over 1,300 uh, test caps. So it's a very experienced squad, not necessarily an old squad. I think we, uh, we, our, our, sweet spot, our sweet spot is perfect uh, currently in terms of experience versus age. Didn't get everything out of it. He would have liked still eight or nine meters for Malcolm Markson, South Africa, to try and navigate. It's Vermeulen who takes it, and it's Smith who has it, and now Marks at the back of them all. It's got moving, and Wales are scattered like skittles, and oh, Marks goes, and over he goes, and the world champions are world champions because they're going to find a way when they need to. Marks and South Africa control them all with absolute perfection and they get the five points.
So the squad's building up. Uh, we've got Wales first up in July. Let's just talk about the Welsh a bit. We've uh, we've had some epic battles with them in the last couple of years. Um, what do you expect from them? They won. They lost their first game in the Six Nations, but that's that's not to say that uh, that we can prepare for a, for a weak Welsh side at, at all. No, I think uh, I, I obviously did a full on analysis on that first game, uh, and I think you start by looking at the, the team that's currently playing. You know, I think if you look at the Welsh side, I, they, they miss some big names, uh, British and Irish Lions players. Uh, if you think at uh, Wynne Jones, um, if you th think of uh, Alan Wynne, uh, if you think of Tipperick, if you think of Navidi, if you think uh, of Davies, uh, of Penny. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of big names that, that has got a lot of experience. I think I counted almost 11 uh, players that would have probably been in the, uh, close in the starting mix of, of Wales, who's not currently playing due to injury. So I think one must keep that in mind. The nice thing of that Welsh side is now the, the, the guys stepping in, they, they, they get some test match experience. Uh, so yeah, I think the, it will be an epic battle, like it always is with, uh, with Wales. And people might have forgotten, but the last time they were here, which was seven or eight years ago, the the they the one test we we snuck through by the skin of our teeth right at the end. So there's no there's no chance that it'll be an, an easy easy encounter with them in in July, I suppose. No, and again, it comes back to uh, the point we made about the schedule and and the toughness of the schedule. I mean, there's no there, there's nothing better than starting your season with three proper test matches against against the Welsh and and I think if you look at our last couple of encounters uh, since I've been involved since 2018 I mean in 2018 we lost against them twice uh, in 2019 uh, we we beat them in the World Cup uh, with a penalty uh, in the 76 minute uh, to win by three points and then uh, last year in 2021 uh, we, we took the lead of that test match at uh, Principality Stadium, I think, in the 76 minute uh, only. Uh, that's the only time we started leading. And, uh, and that's how tough and how tight it is against the world. Yanchis finds the Jager. Penalty from in front. The whistle goes. The Springboks with a chance to win it after the siren. Elton Yankees, flags are up. What a finale it's been. Spirit, heart, muscle. The Springboks pull off a famous win, an instant classic. After Wales, we welcome our old friends New Zealand to South Africa. Like you mentioned, we haven't played them yet since 2018 in that epic test in Pretoria. Um, you must be excited to, to play them twice at home uh, on the Eiffelt, Nelspratt and Johannesburg. How do you see those working out? Yeah, again, I think if you look at same, if you look at the, the, uh, our last couple of encounters uh, with New Zealand uh, since I've been involved in 2018, I, it's just that I, I think the out of character test was probably the one in, uh, in the World Cup uh, where the margin was 10 points. Um, uh, the other test matches are two points. Uh, 2018 was two points when we beat them in Wellington, uh, was the winning margin. Uh, when they beat us at Pretoria, it was two points. That was the winning margin. And, and the last uh, and last year when we played them, the winning margin on both sides were two points. So I think uh, a penalty 
uh, is the difference between South Africa and New Zealand winning or losing a test match. Uh, and I think that's how tight it will be. Uh, I don't expect anything different from them. Um, uh, and again, uh, I think it, it would be a good test of our character and a good test of our players. Um, but it's nice playing them here. I think it's awesome. It's awesome to have two test matches against New Zealand in South Africa. And on the flip side, you're going to Australia for two tests against the Wallabies. Like last year, I think that was probably one of the blips on the record, the, 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 the defeats against Australia. Um, how are you approaching those matches this year? Do you have a record to settle with them or how, how do you see it? Yeah, I think uh, yeah, Australia, I would say the first test match was t- uh, touch and go. Um, I think we lost it in the 81st minute uh, with a penalty. But the second test match, I thought we were outplayed. Um, uh, from I think we were still leading with uh, 50, 60 minutes in the second test match, but then their last 20, they just went away from us and we just couldn't get control of the game back uh, and we, we got outplayed. Um, so yes, obviously I thought uh, in, in hindsight now when I did the review of the whole season, I thought those test matches, I thought uh, they, they were clever. Uh, the plans they made for us and how they uh, they stopped our momentum and how they stopped our plays and how they find it space uh, with their attack. I thought it was clever. And uh, obviously, yeah, no, it's definitely something uh, that we as a group and as a coaching group and a playing group will definitely look at to try and rectify and see if we, we can uh, maybe not turn something on them. And then we, we finish uh, against Argentina. Uh, it's a bit different to the rugby championship in the past where we used to play Argentina earlier. Now we finish the competition with them, uh, also away in Buenos Aires and then back in South Africa in Durban. Also not an easy opponent. No, I, and Argentina and Argentina is always tough. I think I've, we've, I've only been involved in two test matches there and that's 2018 where I think in that year, in 2018, that was one of the games that we got outplayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously the last one was 2019 where we won the rugby championship there. Uh, which was uh, it wasn't a it wasn't a um, an easy game, but the, if you look at the scoreline, it probably ended up being a comfortable game. Uh, but it was tight until half time, just after half time, and then then we capitalised on some on some mistakes they made. But yes, again, it will be a physical battle. Uh, it will be a battle of attrition. It will be a battle of strategy, and and that's how you want to finish a, a, a rugby championship. Chuck, thanks. Just one more. Uh, when are you guys planning to get together and when do you think we'll, uh, we'll be able to announce the Springbok squad for the season ahead? That's something supporters are always very excited about. Yeah, I think, um, I think like I said, um, we're probably busy with planning and, and scouting players and, and looking at uh, player mani- performance management of players currently probably February and March. Our first alignment camp will be in April. And uh, then uh, that will be followed by, by alignment camps in, in May. And then the team will probably get announced, I'm not sure, uh, but probably back end of May because our conditioning camps will start uh, early June. Uh, so we will have uh, a couple of weeks of, um, of, of a, a preparation camp and then uh, we start, uh, we start uh, we're playing the Welsh. The first test match will be the 2nd of July. So we'll probably convene for that test match uh, on the 26th of uh, June. So, yes, I think uh, we'll probably announce the, the a squad uh, at the back end of May. Jock, thanks so much for your time. It's a big season ahead. Best of luck. 
and uh, we'll be following you closely. Thank you, Dion. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening and please join us again for the next SA Rugby podcast. For more, click on springbox.rugby or check out our social media channels.